Well, we do trim his nails. He's just the worst. Well, it's all cats. Yeah, we like we trim his nails down. We have little grinders. We smooth them out for him. Dude, this cat's spoiled. He's still the worst. Welcome back to another episode of the MLS Now podcast. We have another League's Cup date episode for you this morning. It's the round of 16. I'm your host, Russell. You can find me on social media at Mr. Danger Russ. You can follow the podcast on social media at MLS Now podcast. You can follow that man who's mid-yawn on the screen right now at Lions Blog One. Hello, very obviously tired Gavin. Good morning, Russell. Happy Good Tuesday morning, Gavin. I am. I really wish that there was a sound that was happening so that people could have seen slash heard how big of a yawn you had just now. I mean, you here, right here. like, I'll oh, re-enact. my gosh. Yeah. Let me... Yeah, that was it, was it was one of those. It was even bigger than that. You looked like you were. Doing your greatest rendition of a snake trying to eat something much larger than itself. Oh my gosh. This is, that is true. That is factually correct. Yeah, I, I'm telling you. Gavin, look, we are a hard-hitting, factual, journalism-oriented podcast. We only report exactly what's going on. Yeah, that was a pretty big one, yeah. Um, I don't know, I went to bed like 20 minutes earlier than i have been recently but still like an hour later than i'd like to i'm going to bed later recently i think i've just been so busy so something i need to fix which game are we starting with well how about this let's start with the game that was postponed philadelphia not playing versus new york red bull also not playing this didn't even get a chance to start they postponed it like an hour ahead of kickoff. They just said, yeah. nope. It was honestly just rude. Well, from what rude I've heard. Rude of those weather storms. Yeah, from what I've heard, that was a good call to not even bring people out. Yeah, it looked like the Northeast was getting peppered with some storms. And, yeah, it was probably the right call. I was trying to think, could they have like moved to a different location like an indoor location but like i don't even think that's possible so i think the logistics of match day mean you either commit to doing it at that spot that you've scheduled and put people and got your security and probably have police and have like all your you know all all your different things you've either committed to doing it there or you don't do it at all and they said we're not even going to try and I yeah. can respect that. I'm being Hard honest. Decision. Go, it was really go, no go. And they said no go. Uh, it was confusing because I wasn't really on Twitter that or X that much uh, yesterday evening. And so when I came in from doing some yard work to see that there was only two games going on, I was like, what? What is this? Where is my third game? Yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. I went to go turn on the game, so I was like, hey, wait a second. Shouldn't there be two of these? No, there should be three. 
And I, of course, went to the first place I could think of to get news, which was Threads. There was nothing there from the Philly Union. Nothing on Threads? Their nothing social media teams got to up their on game. on Threads. Notably, one of the best social media teams completely neglecting Threads. It's unbelievable. Disgusting. I'm stunned. We should, Anyways. We should block them in protest. No, absolutely not. Gavin, I'm moving us on because we have now spent like three minutes talking about a match that did not even happen, which is a new... I Would you rather spend 20 minutes talking about Messi or three minutes about a match that didn't happen? And I feel like both these things, people are listening going, what are you talking about? Talk about something else. This is very on brand for us. But yes, thank you for moving us on. All right. So we're going to go to a match that did happen. Corretaro won. New England won. Corretaro advancing on penalty kicks. 4-3. Gavin, I have to tell you, and I have to make an admission right here, live, in this recording. The first half of this game was so boring, I actually fell asleep. I mean, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. I came in from outside doing yard work. Um, about 15 minutes into the game, turned it on, sat down. I was just looking at this game like, what is going on here? There is nothing. There is nothing happening. Both teams just very content in the first half to sit back, pass it around the back. And like, I'm going to be honest, 15 minutes in, as I kept watching that, like my eyes started to close a little bit. I opened them again. The big yawns. (laughs) I didn't even have the big yawns because, you know, I was just, I was sitting there. I was watching it. I've got a TV, uh, you know, in the bedroom, as all people should not do. According to, you know, the sleep scientists, they tell you don't put screens in the bedroom because you don't get very good sleep that way. And anyways, I promptly ignored that. I watched it from the bed. I uh, had my eyes start to close a little bit. I opened them again. It was a commercial. I checked the time. I was like, oh, it's halftime. Didn't miss anything. No, I missed nothing in the first half. I actually went back and rewatched it later that night because I was like, well, I took this mini nap. And anyways, Shouldn't I went back. I Yeah, I, I ended up falling asleep again to the first half. I may use this first half. If I'm ever like unable to fall asleep, I might put this match on. And if I can't fall asleep in that 45 minutes, then I'm, I must not be tired. Yeah, there was absolutely nothing going on. So that's funny. The second half was better in fairness. I stayed awake for it. It was a little more in the way of opened up. Obviously, oh. it looked, both teams scored. Well, Corotaro scored immediately. 35 like, seconds in, something like that. Like 37 seconds in, okay. which is funny because at first they like raised the flag and there was like all this confusion. And- yeah. I was pretty confused about why Petrovic decided to run out of his goal on the Caratero goal. Oh, man. Hold, hold on to that energy for later, Gavin. <laughs> like, why did he? I don't know. This goal for me is on him. I agree with you. I thought he had a poor game overall. Like distribution was poor. He had a couple giveaways. 
there was a one point where Kuratoro had a, a good chance and he saved it. He had a good save. So he did his goalkeeper job well. But then he like gets up immediately. And usually when there's a big chance for the other team, you just want to like slow everything down. Like calm down. Let's just take a breath. We got away with one there. Let's not give up another chance. And he launches the ball down the field to one guy. And the guy, it doesn't even make it to him. It gets intercepted. And then Kereto will have another attack after that. It didn't lead to a goal or anything. Um, but those are the moments where it's like, you need to have the calm as a goalkeeper. And he didn't have the calm. He had he had the crazies. So I wanted to call that out. I thought Petrovic had a, a pretty poor game for his standards. Yeah, this... This was a weird match, like just overall between the first half, you get into this one where and I again, I wonder if Petrovic is not fully engaged. I don't know if Bruce, if Bruce Arena was the was the coach on the night. I don't know if Petrovic would have played. I think it would have been Edwards Jr. Potentially. Yeah. Just because of the transfer. Stories. That'd be my guess. Well, I don't think he's going to Manchester United anymore because they got Onana. Right. I mean, look, we've seen several preseason injuries. Obviously, I hope that doesn't happen. But seeing the way that the Premier League's going in preseason right now, it seems like it's only a matter of time till someone else gets a horrific injury from an, an entirely probably preventable circumstance where players weren't being carded or warned to keep things in check. Yeah, could be. Could have a goalkeeper injury somewhere there. And Petrovic finds a finds a spot. But I don't know. I don't I don't know the full story, I guess, on Petrovic. I I thought he was just linked to United. Did he have another transfer that was No, I haven't heard more any. advanced? Supposedly, he's had like four or five teams all submit okay. offers, though. Okay, so there's offers for him. Right. I mean, well, he's going to find a landing spot. Yeah. He's one of the better keepers in the league, so he'll he'll move uh, pretty quickly. It's just a matter of getting the money right. Yeah, and I still contend that MLS may actually put out some pretty good keeper product. At times, yes. At times, they put out some pretty dire goalkeeper product. Well, right. I mean, look, that's that's part of the league, right? As you, it seems like you either have feast or famine, and some of are set up here. And when you have a good keeper, they tend to get a lot of experience against some very good shot takers, and either they become a very good shot stopper, or they, or they don't make it. Right, or they don't make it, and they kind of get sent to the bench in MLS and they stick around for a while as like a cup keeper or they go to like USL. Well, back to the match. Anything else you need to say on it? No. No, I'm I'm okay. Cut it throw advances, New England falls. I feel like that is consistent with what I would have expected after talking through on the last episode about this. Yeah, I think it was a in the end, New England created some really good chances. 
it became a game, a viewable, entertaining game. It just took a while to get there. All right, we're going to move on to our other half of the entertainment for the night. We have Charlotte 2, Houston 1. Houston, despite the odds, managing to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Wow. Yeah. You know, Gavin, I I was thinking as I was watching this, Houston are kind of like the Orlando of the West. They have a very meh season. Then they get into the cups and they they play and you're like, oh my gosh, they're really good. They really look like they know what they're doing. And then like, you know, you have a keeper making some amazing saves for large portions of the match. And then in the last like 10 minutes, they just implode. Yeah, while the own goal is a thing unto itself, right? The first, first of all, goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I was going. I was just going to say, first of all, Houston's goal was very, a beautiful goal. Someone drove through the midfield. Uh, Pasher, I think, drove through the midfield. Laid it off to the left. I can't remember the dude's name. He put it in a very nice cross. Corey Baird slots at home. Beautiful goal. Um, so good job, Houston, there. They had a pretty good handle on this match. And then, like you said, with 10 minutes left to go, within the span of one minute, two goals happen. So, Literally one minute. Yeah, so much so that like I was watching this game, like almost the whole game. And then my fiance said, hey, would you like some would you like to have some dessert? And we all know when your your fiance, when your significant other says, would you like to have some dessert? She really means get your ass in the kitchen and come get dessert because you're eating dessert with me. That's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. So I got up to get dessert. I come back to the game two minutes later and it says 2-1 and Charlotte are celebrating. I'm like, did this, did the scoreboard mess up? And so I rewinded it and the scoreboard didn't mess up. So it was really, it was that fast. It was that fast. Um, First goal, I don't know what Houston are doing. How are you that open when you're 1-0 up? Like I get your pressing, but you leave your center back 1v1 at the back. Why? You're winning the game. That's and just better like yet. Poor, I, poor IQ. Gavin, what's what's Clark doing there? Why yeah. why is he, one, why is he that far up in the box? And then two, why does he lean into it and come out of the box when there's two center backs that are tracking backward to try and compete with the Charlotte player for this ball? Because, like, Clark totally misses this. Like, he doesn't even get a foot to the ball. Yeah, and Clark. At that point, the Charlotte player just has a tap into an open goal. Yeah, it was just a comedy of errors. Clark shouldn't have come out. There was no reason for him to come out. If he stays in his goal, this probably stays 1-0. That's the crazy thing. Like, this goal leads to the second goal, obviously. But, like, this match probably is a Houston win. If this gets saved, it's the fine, fine margins. So yeah, Clark definitely just came out for no reason. Houston as a whole were out of their half for no reason. I get they were pressing, but wow. And then the second one. That's the stuff in nightmares. The second goal it's for the record. Yeah. I mean, it, this is, it, it's not even like this is a pass that was sent like on the ground slowly 
controllable, ensuring that Clark could, you know, move over to it. The guy does not even look, just kicks it like full force backwards with like height to it. And yeah, I mean, Clark was not ready for that. Yeah, no. Which in fairness, you maybe should say as a keeper, you should always be ready for that. But like when someone kicks it backwards blindly, like not even looking where you are. I mean, the dude basically took a shot on goal. It was one of the best shots on goal all night. (laughs) Bottom corner too. Yeah, I mean, he launches this ball back towards the keeper. You shouldn't be doing that. And then he doesn't look like you said, you shouldn't be doing that. And Clark's in a good position to receive a ball and distribute accordingly. And he just slots it bottom right corner. <laughs> I feel, I actually feel really bad for him. Oh, I, I feel, I feel awful. But I can tell he, you right now, Gavin, I was wide awake after that happened. <laughs> so I had to go back and rewatch the first 45 of Cutter Throw in New England. Yeah. <laughs> I was stunned. I was stunned when I saw it. Um, I I would have felt bad for any player, obviously, but I've been, I, I said this on X last night as well. Um, I've been quietly impressed with his performances. Mikhail's, McCall's, however you want to say his name. I've been quietly impressed with his performances this season. Uh, I think defensively he has looked really good. But interestingly enough, my one qualm was with him is that he tended to give the ball away a decent amount. He wasn't always so safe with the ball. If he was safer with the ball, he would be like a, one of the better center backs in the league, in my opinion, because defensively he is really strong. But on the ball, he can sometimes take a heavy touch, give the ball away through a bad pass. Sometimes it just feels like he's too, too relaxed when passing the ball. And this time he was absolutely too relaxed and it cost his team a ticket to the next round. Now, to be fair, Houston did almost come back and forced a couple good saves out of Kalina. Right. It was an entertaining end to the match. Houston had chances to make this 2-2. Houston had, well, I mean, Houston had chances that they could have been 2-0 at one point. They were the better team. Charlotte had... I will say right now, no business winning this game. Yeah. I mean, Steve Clark did make a couple good saves. Oh, yeah. He made a phenomenal save early on. I mean, like I was I was watching. There was like a point-blank save where a ball was played over the top and like a Charlotte player like took it out of the air and Clark saved it, just like got his body right in front of it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and this is, this is probably like, six or seven feet from him. Like he put the, his body on the line. Yeah. Which is a shame that, you know, they ended up having the two goals that happened. Cause I agree. Yikes. They were the better team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Gavin, a quick review of the picks. We both chose Philly to win and that does not matter. Cause they did not play. Correct. I chose Caratero to win. You chose new England revolution to win. So I, I have the lead on that one. But while I picked the better team in Houston, you picked the winning team with Charlotte. <laughs> so we are we are even on the day. I think I'm still up by just one. You are. It is 13 to 12, Russell. Yeah. I was astounded to find out you correctly picked Kudartaro. 
I told you when we when we were walking through it, I uh, talked about Bruce Arena being out. I talked about the injury to uh, to Brandon By. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm talking myself out of New England, and I I flip flopped. That's okay. And we are now dead even in the MLS First Liga MX rankings, or I don't even know what to call that. What do you call that? Head-to-head? Head-to-head. There we go. 41 matches, 18 wins for both, five draws. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, Gavin, tonight we have coming up Toluca versus Minnesota, Club mm-hmm. America versus Nashville, Tigres versus Monterey, and LAFC versus RSL with a bonus match of Philly versus New York Red Bulls. So this is going to be... It went from a somewhat hard-to-watch night of four matches to a much harder-to-watch night of five matches on Tuesday. Not a fan of five matches tonight, to be honest, because they're all all round of 16 matches. They're all important. Right. Pretty disappointed that... It's going to make our job tricky. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right. Um, I guess we need to predict these, don't we? I thought we already predicted them. Did we? Didn't we? Oh, you wrote them down? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. We did. You're right. I wrote them down last, I think, lot, I think literally yesterday. It, it was literally in the preview. <laughs> oh, the preview two, two days ago. Okay. Right. Okay, forgive me. That was two days ago. Okay, not one day ago. Gavin, I don't know how anyone can be expected to remember something, you know, more than 24, but less than 48 hours ago. You honestly shouldn't expect anyone to do that. I I don't know if I should be expecting you to do that. (laughs) Not this early in the morning. Okay, so we have our predictions in. We'll see how it goes. I am not sure which match I'm going to (laughs) watch. No, between, I, the th- <laughs> between the three at eight and the two happening concurrently or kind of parallel, not concurrently, around 10, 1030 Eastern. It would be so nice if there was just like a 930 kickoff somewhere in there. Yeah, they should have done that. Oh, that's too late for Philly, New York. Right. Red Bulls. Oh, whatever. We'll figure it out. Yep. We'll figure but it out. Either way, as always, you know, thank you everyone who continues to listen and support the podcast. We appreciate you. Gavin, as always, I appreciate you. Thank you for wait, continuing to wake up early to do this with me. Yes, sir. Thank you for continuing to be an amazing human being and doing all the all the administrative work on the back end. Well, With that said then, Gavin, let me go do some administrative work on the back end. Until tomorrow. Till tomorrow, my friend. Toodaloo.